episode nine. No disclaimers. Train is moving. Let's go. Can I move to California and keep my head held high? These bipolar East Coast forecasts, they leave me fried and I got lonesome there. Since the day she died, I've never been too good at saying long goodbyes. So write me one good song and dry my sister's eyes and bury me in Philly when I die. If I delete all my profiles, can I make you come? A digital golden calf at first, it, it seemed like fun, but it gets lonesome there. And I could use some sun, all the clicks and likes, it feel like hit and runs. I'm turning off my phone, I'm turning in my gun. You can bury me in Philly when I'm done. Dry my sister's eyes And bury me in Philly when I die Hello, 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 hello Carl Steinler coming back at you You know, kinda live from my uh, lovely home here in South Orange County, Ladera Ranch, California. You know the drill, the bubble within the bubble. But I use that all lovingly. It's a very special and magical place, this little bubble of ours we have here. The type of place you just say, hi, son, daughter. You know, you go have fun, mob with your e-bike on your friends, maybe crash, get hurt a little bit, talk back to authority, just be home for dinner. A nice dinner cooked by mom. And what is this, you ask? Just a show. What, what am I saying? Am I babbling right now? Maybe a little bit, but hey, that is what it's all about on, on this podcast. This community-based show, community-based podcast. If you got something to say, I want you to email cstein, C is in cat, S-T-E-I-N, 33 at iCloud.com, and we will get you on the show. Um, you know, get to know thy neighbor, my friends. That's really the point of this show. So far, I feel we've been moving. All my guests... Uh, to this point in date, I'm so grateful for and, and episode nine, I'm blown, I'm blown away. I'm, I feel like I'm truly making new friends, getting to know people, and that is and that is what it's all about. So tonight, I have a very, very special man sitting in the chair tonight. Uh, a little bit of a, of a transplant. Uh, been here for almost three years, originally from NorCal, and he's just going to drop some knowledge with us here tonight. So, Mr. Derek Wilner, thank you so much for joining us, and Welcome to the show, my friend. Hello. Hello. Sl- slight correction. I'm not originally from Ca- Northern California. I was living in Northern California where I, before I moved down here. Prior to that, I was East Coast kid. Nice. So, okay. Hence, hence the Bury Me in Philly song. Uh, I was going to ask about that. You know, yeah, why that song? I love starting a show off with a correction. It's totally. going to be a good night, baby. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Totally. Okay, so, so, yeah, why bury me in Philly? So uh, that's from a, a guy named Dave Haas, who was the lead singer of a band called The Loved Ones, uh, which is a Philly punk band. I grew up outside Philadelphia in Wilmington, Delaware, you know, the home of Joe Biden. He literally lives in Is it really? Oh, it oh, is? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Lucky us. But yeah, so I spent a lot of time in Philly. So I would say I, I identify a lot more with Philly than anywhere else as far as like, I mean, I've lived out West for, 
you know, 23 years now, but there, there's always that part of me that's going to be full, full on Philly, Philly. So I think I was telling you before, that's my favorite city back East between New York, uh, you know, Boston, um, Philly. I loved, yeah, I loved it's just, Washington yeah. DC, obviously. Yeah. You know, I went to school right outside DC to live there for five years, but you know, Philly's just like, it's unapologetic. It's just fucking Philly. And, you know, like one of the slogans for the Eagles is, you know, no one likes us and we don't care. And that's just the fucking truth of it. Like, they boom, just, shakalaka, you know, they, people just don't fucking care if you don't like them or not. So, you know, I'm not going to sit there and brag on it like it's the best city of all time and all that kind of shit. It's just who I am. And just, you know, like, I, I just feel like that's that's, you know, <laughs> kind, kind of goes in, in tune with me as a person. Like, I'm just like, you know. I'm cool, but like, I just don't give a fuck, you know, what everybody thinks. Like, I don't try to do the stuff where make everybody like you, you know, just be yourself. So I think that I respect that. Yeah. It does come with age, you know? Um, but I mean, I, I, I respect that huge. Why were you getting some flack when you decided to, to move out here? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, like growing up on the East coast, it's just a different world. Like, I mean, it's, it's just a different, like, kind of harder, tougher kind of edge to it. Very traditional, very, like, you know, just uh, the really good people. Like, just, but, you know, they're not soft. <laughs> they're not nice to everybody. So, you know, they, they kind of... Maybe it's ha- always so cold there, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of bitterness, but, you know, like, they just have a, a different version of California, right? But, like, for me, you know, like, I kind of... I lived there from when I was in like first grade to, to high school and Wilmington. Then, yeah, in and Wilmington. is it, it describe it like, is it like covenant or is it like no, here or is it, <laughs> I imagine like nice, like plantation style no, houses or like no. Connecticut, you know, there's like super nice places no, in Connecticut. It's very, yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, there's definitely nice sections of it, but it's a very working. Like, where's Biden living, dude? You know, he ain't living yeah, in no shanty. No, he lives in like, you know, there's, it's, you know, Wilmington's like, you know, it's a, the city has been around for hundreds of years. So like, what's the population if you had to guess? I think it's maybe five or six hundred thousand. Oh wow, we yeah. got like twenty five thousand here, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe, so, but, but we're strong, know, dude. We're like the three hundred. Right, right. Well, no, I'm just saying the whole nice city little of enclave we but, got going on here. Yeah, no. So it's again, it's just a different part of the world. Very working class. Like that's kind of. You know what it is? Definitely not some nice suburbs and all that kind of shit, like everything else. But yeah, just a different town, different. So place. when you were in high school, would it be like uh, fat house parties, or would you party out in like the farmlands and just oh, like? No, no, no. I mean, we're like city proper. Like, so I was like twenty minutes outside Philly. So you, oh, yeah, like, that's where you know we were constantly running amok in Philly, and then just uh, you know outside it, there's like areas like Westchester and um, you know they call it Delco, Delaware County. Um, but yeah, so like I mean, we were like. Definitely suburban. So living in a city, how easy was it to drink underage? Pretty easy. (laughs) Just walk into liquor stores pretty much and buy them. Out there, you can't buy uh, booze at a supermarket or even a corner store. You got to go to liquor stores. And so it's like, it's one of those things. You just go to the bad section of town. They double charge you for it. And that's just the way it is. Right. Right. I love that. That was just kind of us like pulling up, you know, and they're like, you know, in a drive through liquor. And they're just like, how old are you? We're like. 22 sir they're like uh-huh yep that that 40 yeah. bucks yeah exactly so it's like we were drinking like mad dog and thunderbird ice house and just ice house just the shittiest beers. Schlitz. yeah and they would charge us you know like the case would be 10 bucks they charge us 20 was what it was because we were just like yeah we were just prep school kids that they knew they can get the money from us yeah, yeah. that's east coast prep school is an east coast thing very i feel like east coast. 
very East Coast. So what was the reason, just because public schools were too gnarly or what? Yeah, yeah, well, no, I mean, there's some decent public schools, but, you know, like, I just was raised, like, I've always gone to Catholic school, right, like, K through college, um, never gone to public school, I don't know what it's like until, you know, the first time that I'm dealing with, like, public schools, like, my, my daughters are here in Ladera going to public school, but, you know, back East, it's just, like, super, like, you know, like everything's traditional. So it's like very generational. So like my high school is like 150 years old or something like that. Dang, dude. So it's, yeah. I mean, it's cool. It's just. A, Haunted. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's cool. I mean, you know, I actually have a lot of pride in my old high school. It's called Slazianum. Um, And it's just like, it's one of those things that we have a hardcore brotherhood there. And, you know, it's like your kid, you, you know, you graduate, you get married, you have kids, your son goes there. So it's been going on for, you know, 100 plus years. Do you have a son? I do not. I, I was would you send him there? If I was living in Wilmington and I had a son, yeah, I would. Most okay. definitely. Because that's like the best option in Wilmington. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of super like kind of snooty private schools, but like, you know, the all boys prep, you know, that's just kind of like the world I came from. So, yeah, I got nothing but good it. things to say about it. Sorry. Can I turn this? Oh, good. All right. All right. So would you, you would live there or would you go home every yeah. day? Uh, no, no, I, I didn't live there. Um, okay. It wasn't like one of those, like, it wasn't a boarding school. We had those around us, too. What's but. that movie from back in the day where they all live in the boarding school and, like, the terrorists try to take it over? Oh, oh it's a classic. <laughs> that's what i imagine when you say like prep school that's what i think of you know what movie i'm talking about yeah i dude it's a classic i I thought you were gonna talk like son of a woman or like um what was that no i want to say it's like a steven seagal one or maybe like a van damme or something you know a classic yeah no but i was gonna say there's like dead poet society that was filmed at an old voice or that was filmed at a um uh, a boarding school actually in Delaware. Okay, wait, and do maybe. terrorists try to come take no, it over? Okay, no, it's gosh, darn it. It's old school. It's like Robin Williams and this like really like thought. Oh, yeah, movie. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. Yes. That yeah. is a good one for sure. Gnarly. Okay, okay. So you went home every day, but it was just uh, like a private school almost. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was just like, you know, you know, like I said, it was an all boys prep, just standard issue, like, you know, coat and tie. Like, you know, it was, you know, we were always told to, to be gentlemen. Gentlemen and scholars. Okay. So that's what we did during the day, but at night we sure should. And but at night it was into the city. It was all all you know all things fun. And so. what, what would go down in the city? Would it be like music clubs or venues, or would yeah. it just be like cruising? Or? I mean, just yeah, like I mean, concerts obviously go to hit those up, and then just you know, I don't know. I wasn't exactly the good kid, so it was just like us just like drinking or you know getting our hands on whatever we can do. And uh, uh, that's all relative, though. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to get that out of your system, totally. you know, when you're that age. Versus, I've seen people fall off the deep end, you know. Sometimes as they get older, it, you saw it a lot in in college, or at least sure. I did. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, the newbies didn't know didn't know how to handle their booze, and then they're failing yeah. out after their freshman year. Yeah, and they're just with a bunch of dicks. Like high school, I feel like you're with your core group of friends, yeah. right? And then yeah. you kind of all separate. We were as it goes to college, so high school is like the, really the time, in totally. my opinion, to mess yeah. around with that stuff. We were seasoned party professionals by the time we uh, we graduated. So, like I said, it was like going to college. Like I was like, yeah, of course this is what we do, and people were like, what? You know, like they'd never been gotten drunk or never gotten stoned or anything like that. And I was just wow. like, seriously, what you guys do in high school? Like, oh. <laughs> I mean, it was like, you know, we, we did shit. Like I had good grades. I played lacrosse and, you know, some other sports. It's not like I was some like fucking derelict, but you know, we, we had a good time and I don't know, I guess I thought everybody did the same thing, but apparently not. Huh? Right. Woo! 
People are tripping, dude. People are tripping. <laughs> well, it seems like this the younger generation, man, they don't like to party. Like, well, okay. it's so dangerous. Yeah. I mean, who like fentanyl? I don't know if it's oh, that's like, true. I don't know if it's really like yeah. everywhere. If it's really that little teeny amount, it's gonna like yeah. kill you. But gosh, it's uh. Well, we didn't have those problems. These this fentanyl shit, yeah. all this prescription totally. shit. Well, our neighbors had their kids had a party the other day. Uh huh. Um, was it a rager? Was it like it, whack? Well, it it's literally they. They told all the neighbors that they're going. They're not going to be there. The kids are going to be there for the next four or five hours. They're not going to be drinking, and it's going to be oh, all get good. out of here. Yeah. Well, no, we heard the bottles clinking. We heard the kids chowing, you know, chugging. Yeah. And, and I'm like, duh. Of course you're going to do that. Like you're in fucking high school. This is like what you're supposed to do. But it was not a raucous party at all. Like I've heard a couple of them driving around Ladera. Yeah, I've heard one like in my street in in Covenant yeah. I hear. I'm like, yeah, oh, you hear boy, your bottles clinking and oh, stuff. I'm like, I like it. I like no, it. It's like, come on. Keep going. You know, you, you want you want your kids to have a good time. You know, yeah. just don't be too much of a dickhead. But like me and my friends were total dickheads. Like we just we drank, we did whatever the hell we wanted, and, like, we didn't really think, you know, too much into, like, the what we were, you know, <laughs> if we were damaging people's property or just being jerks. So, yeah, that's like, tough. It's t- That's one thing I really wish, or looking back, in the rare instance, I was never a property damager, but, ah, uh, I hate, like... I was. I would, You were? <laughs> oh, dog. Yeah, me and my friends. I mean, again... We well, were, like, public property or, like, private property? A mixture of both. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Like, we were those kids that, like, did, like, you know, like, mailbox baseball, and then it got real boring, so we decided they were going to start running over for sale signs in front of people's houses. Like, that was the new thing. Like, turf their lawn, run that over. And then, you know, like, the holidays come. Wouldn't that jack up the car, though, dude? It's a big old freaking metal. Yeah, my friend had a Or, I mean, wood uh, pole. Yeah. Well... No, they were, I mean, they were, my friend had a piece of shit, like, 78, like, there we some, go. some yep. you know, crappy car that he didn't care a what jalopy. happened to it. Yeah, total jalopy. We caught it the gravy train, and it was just like... Chicks dug it, I bet, oh, huh? dude, no. <laughs> no? <laughs> oh, my buddy used to have a piece of crap, too, and nah. girls, you could just do whatever you want in that car. Nah, dude. It was it was fun, but yeah, like, we were just, we'd do dumb shit like that, just, like, drive over people's, like, you know, we like... You know, I remember I used to, we used to, not well, one time, I have it on video somewhere actually. We're driving through, it's like trash day. Mm-hmm. My buddy had a piece of crap car, and we just like tagging trash can for yeah. trash can. Trash is flying over yeah, our window, yeah. dude. We're like cracking up and just like looking back on that. Now, like, wow. Yeah, we were like, just, obviously, we were a little bit inebriated and yeah. just like, dude. Yeah. It was just like, depending on like the mood, right? Obviously, if there was a party and there was like some things going on, that's what you did. But it was just like, eh. I'm bored. What do you want to do? Let's go break shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, like that's, that, that was pretty much it. But you know, those, those days are gone. Now I'm dead and I'm like, God, I hope. Well, cause there's no sunshine. Then you came to the California, yeah, I bet. Exactly. And you know, people are just started like, smiling yeah. a little more, yeah, maybe breaking sure. less shit. For so, sure. okay. So tell me about that. So high school ends and then. So high school ends. I, I went to school in Virginia uh, at a private school called Marymount. Um, went there for five years, played the cross, you know, like lived in London for a little bit, had a, just a good time. Um, and then, you know, like for me, I was just like, I, I always wanted to move, uh, you know, to California. That was my thing. You know, I lived here for a couple of years when I was a kid. And then the whole time I always felt like I was supposed to be in California. So I wanted to go out to school out here, but my mom wouldn't pay the tuition. I had to go to a private Catholic school on the East coast. Um, so, you know, that's what I did. And then, you know, it was like, I'm so I ended up moving out here literally with like within a couple of weeks notice and just. You know, I was like, fuck it, let's get it done. So I moved to San Francisco, and, you know, the uh, the idea was just to, you know, get weird and have a good time. So straight to SF. Straight to SF. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Woo! 
so I moved there in, uh, you know, I, I moved out there in 1999. Um, and it was like, you know, 1999. Oh, yeah. you're not a hip hop guy, huh? Yeah. Ah, see, I was about to drop some old bone thugs on you. Sorry about that. Okay. Oh, 99. Oh, that was yeah, a, that's but, a good year, dude. Yeah. Right before everything was supposed to crash. Totally, our bank totally. accounts were supposed to reset. Yeah. All yeah. of it. So yeah, it was, I moved out there and that was right when the dot com boom, the first oh, one yeah. happened. And it was fucking insane. Woo! It was just, it was, you know, like, you couldn't find a place to um, to live. Rent was a crazy expensive. All these account, you know, companies were just throwing these lavish, wild parties, and it was just it was so much fun. So that was like my introduction to the work world. You so know. you were you working, and then you got transferred there. Or you came no, out here no, and just I, applied. Yeah. No, okay. I, so where was your first job? My first job um, when in Frisco. In, in Frisco was at this um, advertising firm, um, and I was there for you know that's what I went to school for, like marketing and advertising. So I was there for, you know, like four hot months before we lost the client. And then I lost my job, learned Boom, valuable shaka lessons. So it's all about those yeah, life lessons, baby. Totally, totally. But then, you know, <laughs> do you mind sharing how we lost them or oh, some no, do's and don'ts for any advertising no, uh, no, this, this account way, execs out there? Yeah, no, this is way above my pay grade. It was just, uh, you know, um, I was there. I mean, I kind of got hooked up with the job cause like my cousin, uh, she was the client for the advertising. She worked for Union Bank of California and like okay. she kind of got me in basically was just like, hey, you need to hire him because like that's my cousin and we're paying your salary. Yep. So, yep, yep. but then, you know, their account ended up leaving. So I ended up getting the door. Um, oh. It wasn't just me. It was like a bunch of people, you know, they lost that's the whole team. That's gnarly, dude. That's just the nature of advertising. But yeah. So anyway, it was just like a super fun time. You know, I was there for the boom and then the bust. And the bust was actually probably one of more, my favorite times in San Francisco because it was like it cleared out everybody from like, you know, talking like 2001, 2002 to like 2006. Like there wasn't a lot of jobs there. Technology had not hit the city yet. So it was like if you wanted to live there, you live there. And, you and you know, it was, um, you know, there was always opportunities, but it's not like what it what it has been for the past, you know, like however many 15 years before this crash so, but yeah, that was, a, that was an amazing time. Like that's when the city was just like so full of life and it was just like, it was just a great magical town. Um, but yeah, so I lived in the city for 13 years and then, uh, got married, uh, moved up to Marin just North over the Golden Gate Bridge, lived there for nine years and then moved down here about three years ago. So. Dang, Marin, nine, I love Marin, San Anselmo, yeah. that totally. Stinson, we talked about Stinson yep. a little bit, yep. so sharky and just. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you earn your stripes up there. Totally. I was telling you, Ocean Beach. That's another. Yeah, well, that's Frisco. But well, my favorite thing about living in Marin, um, I ride a motorcycle not as much as I used to when I lived up north. But it was like, you know, it was like ten minutes from my house. You got this thing called Lucas Valley, um, and you would be on these like one lane roads. You wouldn't see people for you know like. 15, 20 minutes, like just nothing ever like you see down here in Southern California. People are everywhere 24 hours a day. There, it's like you go out there and you're like up into like Bodega Bay, Mendocino, Humboldt. Bodega Bay is so sick. Yeah, and like you just didn't see people. So for me, that was like the thing that I loved the most was like just being able to hop on my on my bike uh, and just go cruise around. And it's just like, you know, like you're, you're, you're cruising down the coast you know and there's barely anybody out there and then you get up into the you know into the redwoods and shit like that is that was my favorite part of living in marin like that's the stuff i liked and then obviously like you know it's just like supernatural there's like tons of like hiking and biking and like you know the beaches whatever but yeah it was cool 
So, so were you still raging when you first got over there? After so after you lost that job four months, then then what? Oh, uh, for in San Francisco, I parted for <laughs> you know, the whole time I was there. So, uh, but yeah, so like throughout the, my time in San Francisco, I did I worked in advertising, and then I eventually moved into um, yeah technology, and then so I did the whole like startup and software scene. And then, uh, you know, I eventually, like, now I, I work in, in gaming. But, yeah. So, like, I mean, there's so much time in San Francisco that happened. So many different chapters in my life. But, like, that's kind of the abridged version. Had a really good time. <laughs> worked for a bunch of cool companies. Made a lot of good, really good friends. And I mean, Are a lot of them still there? Are they moving yeah. out, too? or A mix of both. I do have people that, that stayed in, you know, some live in the city. Um, most moved out. To but you never lived in the city, so you were always in Marin or no, over, no, no. over the bridge. or No, I lived in San Francisco for, you know, 13 years. Oh, And then God. I lived in Marin for nine years. Dang, yeah. dang, so, dang, dang. Okay, wow. Yep. But, wow. Uh, yeah, so I still got people up there. But, mm-hmm. you know, it was, uh, you know, kind of during around the time of the pandemic, things were not oh, you know, wow. great. So I think yeah. we just, you know, my wife's family's from down here. So we decided to. Oh, uh, yeah. But they were rubbing here. it in, huh? I bet there was like nothing to do up there and they were just rubbing it in hard. Well, no, it was just like they wanted to hang out with family and like it was just kind of like it was, yeah, because it, it was, was super pretty, weird. Do you remember? Lockdown up there big time. So. Um, but people were stacked and weird. I remember my wife. Gosh, I love my wife. But, you know, our art, she'd order groceries. And then she'd like let them sit out there for two hours, yeah, and she'd like spray yeah. Windex or not whatever you know, light, light Lysol or disinfectant or yeah, whatever on. Yeah. I'm like, wait, wait, what? Yeah, every, what alternate universe woo! am I living in, like yeah, right now? You we, know, we, I mean, I'm so glad that fucking time is over. <laughs> that just sucked. I know, but what's the Bill Gates says? 2025 is the next one. Uh, no, no, I, I don't. You never it. heard that? No, I, of course. I just don't believe anything Bill Gates says. Like, he's just... Really? You know, I think he's just become making himself into his own god. You know, like, the, you know, it's just like they get to well, a certain... That's what I'm saying, level. though. Sometimes his things kind of come true. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've, I, don't, I don't listen to the tech people much anymore. I've seen enough of their... You know, oh, they are stuff. just to the left as left can get. Well, they just, like, make shit up, and then they have a bunch of yes-men that sit around and nod them and tell them how great they are. It's yeah, well, just, just like, how gnarly was it? You know, that's why I like Elon releasing those files. That's the violation of the First Amendment for mm-hmm. Twitter to censor oh, for sure. accounts like that, sure. you know, and let liberal ones fly. Like, that is such a violation of... Yeah, oh. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I am not surprised, and I think it's great that Elon bought Twitter. I really do. I think it's fucking fantastic. Cause yeah, like, I hope he can make money off it and turn it into something yeah, profitable. Sure, I'm sure he will. I know, like, for me, it's just like, I don't care if you're on the left or the right. Just, like, everybody should have a say, right? And you can't shut people down because you don't like what they're saying. Like, that's that's not that's not America. It's just not. And, like, to call it something that it's not, like, oh, it's a hate speech or it's this, it's that. It's like, no, stop. You just don't like the opinion, right? Like, we understand... You know, you might not like something, but don't label it something that it's not. I think that's like the, the thing that I don't know drives me nuts. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's so true. That's so true. There's not a lot of room for disagreeing with someone's opinion right now in society, which is a very sad and strange thing. So, all right, let me get into some life pro tips here. We're both married men. Number one life pro tip, professional house cleaning is cheaper than you think and can relieve stress in your relationship. True or false? True. True. You have a house cleaner? Definitely. Yeah. How often? Uh, Twice a month. Yeah, same. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of... Or we probably once a month lately. I don't know. We we have to do it. I'm a little OCD and so is my wife. So 
we're 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 on the cleanliness train. It's it's good. Like I think that was like one of the cool things. Like when we first started dating, and we we're like hanging out and like living together and stuff. It's like I noticed how clean she was, and she was like, "You're clean for a dude." I'm like, "Yep." So, but you is. guys won't clean. Just no, we say. do. I mean, we clean, dude. I, I clean every day. She okay, cleans every it. day. It's just like we we just want it. Got to have that extra clean. Yeah, clean. yeah, yeah. Because it's like uh, we're just at that phase in our life where I'm not going to spend you know five hours on a Saturday scrubbing my house when somebody else can do it. No, support the economy. That's the way I look at it. Oh, okay. I like that. Boom shakas. Dang, thank God. I was gonna say, you don't have any sons, huh? No. Oh yeah. Uh, so the house will stay nice and clean, dude. Uh Oh, chicks are pretty messy, man. <laughs> right? Do you, so, I think do they? Kind of do a, your wife and and your oldest one get into it ever? Like about like, do you see it? Like my my oldest daughter, a her and my wife always go out in the morning about school clothes. You know, yeah. she's just oh, yelling sure. about clothes oh, and sure. what to wear, like yeah. freaking out. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah, my yeah. wife's like going right back at her, you know, or Kelsey, and it's just it's great. Yeah. Well, it's my great. my oldest is now eleven, and she's like eleven going on sixteen. Mm-hmm. So she's starting to like trying to dress it up a little bit. And there's definitely been like you know my wife's like no, you're not wearing that. Uh uh-uh. uh. You know Rewind. I mean? Yeah. And, and, I, and same thing with me. I'm like I tell my daughter all the time. I'm like you're never gonna wear a fucking crop top in front of me like like that's just not gonna happen like you know i'm sure you're gonna do it when i'm not looking but i'm never yeah. gonna be like yep go for it you look great you know yeah. when you're 11 years old not gonna happen so anyway uh, but yeah i mean they're they, they they have moments but i don't know i don't like we live in a pretty chill house like thing, things are in a good spot right now we'll see what happens with the teenage years go but like right now it, it's a cool kind of you know i have an eight-year-old and an 11 year old and like you know it's me and, and three chicks uh and two dogs but uh you know it's like a it's good brady vibe. bunch uh totally totally but it's mini a, brady bunch yeah yeah i don't know i tell people all the time like you know first couple years of being a parent i think it's really tough um you know, especially like with the first one, mm-hmm, and then, mm-hmm. but you know, once the kids turn like three or four, I mean, they get like in my oh, opinion, yeah, they get like super fun, right? And yeah. it's just like and now it's like you know, my kids like their parents; they're not mad at us yet, they're not angry, you know. So it's like you know, they want to hang out and they want to do stuff. Everybody's yeah. like, that's gonna go away, but whatever. Nah, dude, you and I are cool, dudes. That ain't going nowhere. Hopefully, you already got. You said they hang out at your house too, right? Totally. Like, yeah, yeah. The, all the kids are at my house all the time. Like we are definitely the party house. That's the way my house was too when I was a kid. Same, so. same, brother. Yeah. Same. Got to keep them there. Yeah, keep them there and just keep your eyes. I'm, on I mean, I a lot of my friends from from. I started making like core friends in seventh grade. That was when junior high was for me, seventh, eighth. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of those guys, a core group of, gosh, six of us that have all been groomed in each other's weddings. Um, yeah. You know, it gets harder because we all have kids now, but we still talk. And it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, dude. And that all just came from high school, loving each other young. And, yeah. you know, I'm all for, I would let my kids chill, mm-hmm. right? Because I don't know. It just depends. You, you, on the circumstance i mean if i don't think kelsey would ever go for it but you know they're gonna drink somewhere yeah, you know they're yeah. gonna freaking can't yeah. be naive to that totally i tell my my kids all the time i'm like look you're never gonna get away with anything just don't I'll, fucking do hell it no. i'm like i wrote hell the book no. on it like just, you better hope i'm on a business trip yeah. and mom's home only or something yeah. because your ass is toast if yeah. i see you no i just try to be straight with them i'm like look dude just so what are you gonna do when you find their stash dude Spill it. Flush it. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, my wife's probably going to want to lay the slap down on that, but it's like, you know, like, I don't know. I think I started drinking when I was like 14. So it's kind of like, 
you know, yeah. it's just, it, it depends like in the situation, but like, yeah, I mean, I got busted a bunch of times and like, it was like, Oh, you're grounded. And as was like a week later, I'm like back at another party. You yeah. know, you know, like, you know one thing I'm sad about with today's society is uh, a rite of passage. I always mm-hmm. kind of looked forward to the day that, and I don't mean this like degrading women at all, but that I'd find a playboy under my son's bed. <laughs> Does that make me a, a bad no, dude? Or? No, I, I think it's a okay. I okay, but that's, I mean, there's no magazines. Is Playboy even a I magazine anymore? Is it all digital? No, I don't even it's know. All digital. That's but it, it, I mean, it used to have some great articles. I was never a subscriber, but I had it. Friends would have it. Or I mean, yeah. whenever you know, I got a chance to read. I remember reading some like uh, Jose Canseco had an epic interview in there back in the day. Yeah. Hunter S. Thompson used to write pieces for him. Totally. I mean, you know, there's actually Playboy magazines out there worth thousands of dollars because of the, the, yeah, the I don't writing know. in them. I mean, that's the thing about the internet, man. It's like, it's ruined a lot of things that we just, you know, we didn't realize how special they were. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, like for me, it's just like, you know, you a don't surf see, and skate mag. Yeah, for sure. Like I was, you know, as a kid always, you know, thrasher still around, but it's not like what it was, you know, and it's Boom, like, Boom, that, you know, even that and just like fucking Rolling Stone or Spin yeah, or Revolver, right. right? Like where you just want to read about music and see like all, all politically shit. correct and crap. Mm-hmm. Thrasher still kind of keeps it real though. That's cool. Yeah. yeah they're think, gnarly. Yeah. We've lost a lot of that. I think that culture and that art, you know, like it's the same thing. I, I mean, would say. people afraid to use their first amendment, right? Well, just people don't read anymore. You know, that's yeah. what's sad. I mean, like. You know, I'm glad, like, Nat Geo is still going down. Like, it's beautiful, you know? Like, I yeah. think it's cool, but, like... Well, I'm guilty of it, too, dude. Do you use any of this, like, new AI stuff? Nah. I try... I've done it a little bit, but, like, I'm... So not ChatGPT? I, I've done ChatGPT, but I'm... So there's other, like, widgets. You know how Google Chrome, or I don't know what web browsers are you use, but Google Chrome is what I use, and it has, like, widgets. Mm-hmm. You can add a little widgets to your toolbar or your Google yeah, for sure. bar. And I've one of the AI ones I've added is, like, full-on, like... um summarize this article so uh, it could be like on forbes or you yeah, know vice yeah. or wh- wh- wherever uh, i'm at and i'll click this button and it's and it's pretty damn good dude yeah, i'm pushing back as far as, and, until it comes because it and it, it also writes emails for me and stuff yeah, another yeah. app no, you know, use it. I mean, and I know it's. Coming. I gave it access to all my other email files, so it could like get to know me. <laughs> I swear to God, dude, so it could get to know me and reply like me. I promise you. Wow. I, I s you not, dude. I'm not gonna go that deep yet. Like, I just feel like didn't anybody watch the Terminator? Oh, like, like, I mean, Boom, cyber, you know, like Cyberdyne Systems. Like this, this is like we're we're creating our own demise. Yeah, so, I mean, have you seen the robot? videos the robot gymnastics and all that stuff yeah i've seen some of that stuff yeah where how they move and and it's honestly like it's it's like if you just throw a skin on that thing it it, yeah we're creating our own replacements i don't i don't understand where people don't see this as coming well i mean okay talk to me about that (laughs) because you might know about this more than anybody with uh do you mind sharing that you're a recruiter Oh yeah. So okay. I mean, so do you see automation? Like, yeah. are you re- are you not recruiting for jobs now that you would have been recruiting for two years ago? No, we haven't gone down that that deep yet. But like, just like beyond that, just inside my world, I know where where it is in uh, in tech companies right now. And like, it, the hot button is all AI. You know, like mm-hmm. my wife works for Adobe. They put something out about a month ago about how like one of their their new uh, Firefly is working with AI and their stock has gone up. What does Firefly do? It's, I I think it's just like, I don't know enough to say. Uh, It's like, I mean, Adobe does creative software, right? Yeah, the best. The best of the Photoshop, InDesign, Illustrator, Premiere. They're going to be, you know, mixing AI with that where it's just like, you know, I don't know the the whole thing, but just the the talk is like, everything is like, you're going to be able to tell it to like, 
build shit and design shit for you, and it doesn't. Totally. So, so I might... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I mean, we're literally creating stuff to get rid of us. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're, what are people going to be needed for anymore? Like, machines are going to do everything. And, like... And not just that. Like, I gave it all my access to read all my emails to get to know me, to freaking yeah. be me. I can't go down. I'm just go ahead. I'm like, you know what I mean, dude? I'm that big old fat person in Wally, the cartoon Wally on the <laughs> plane. You know how they just sit them all in chairs and shuffle that's, them? You know what I'm that's saying? What I dude? don't want to be, man. I know, yeah, but like, hey. I mean, I just. That's I, what you're saying is going to happen. Well, I just feel like, you know, like we, we created machines that are already like replacing people like for to build things, right? Like you, like it's just, it's unreal how, how quick they build things now. And, you know, you've got these machines that are going to be masons. You've got, you know, that, that, you know, auto plants, you name it. They're all mechanized. Now we're giving machines the power to think, which is the one thing we control or we're supposed to control. So I'm just like, again, like it's a matter of time before it becomes self-aware. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, these guys are the problem. Gone. I forget the guy's name. I think he used to work for Google, but he was like one of the AI pioneers or founding fathers of ai mm-hmm. and he started a petition saying that like there needs to be basically limits and controls yeah. on on how much the machine can learn or yeah. machine learning i mean limits or protocols or yeah, yeah like, i mean i'm sorry like I'm, I'm a fan of elon when elon says there's a problem i tend to listen you know Dude, and i he... hated Neuralink or whatever just got fda approved i think they're still like years or two away from actually implanting the brain thing in yeah that's but they got fda approval I just think that stuff is too dangerous, and I'm just... It's gnarly, though. How do you compete in a world, in a business world especially, mm-hmm. with somebody that has Google or ChatGPT at their fingertips, in their eyes or brain? I don't know how it's going to work. Do you know how Neuralink is supposed to work? No. I Honestly, I, I try to... I am trying to keep my distance from all that stuff. It's just like... Because I'm, I'm seeing people get so excited about it, and like I'm just like, this is going to be the end of us. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna. So yeah, I mean, it's all gonna be there no matter what happens. But for me, it's just like, you know, I just don't want to go down the AI train yet. I want to see, <laughs> I want to see what it does to everybody else first. I like that. So. Okay, hey, fair enough. All right, next one. My pro tip: ask a person you are dating what their values are on dating, marriage, kids, religion, politics, and other non-negotiables of yours in the first few weeks. Waiting for the right time results in unnecessary heartbreak due to emotions being overly invested. Months down the road. Boom shakalaka. I agree. I did premarital counseling before I married my wife, and I felt like it's awesome because we talked about a bunch of that stuff. And, mm. you know, but, like, I don't know. That'd be tough to be with somebody for, you know, 10 years plus, and it's like, oh, I don't want kids. Yeah. Like, well, I always thought you wanted kids. No, I'm over it. Like, no. oh, you couldn't have told me that five years ago? or Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I got, Communication's a good thing. Yeah, I got married in, like, you know, kind of my early mid thirties. And by then, you know, I kind of like knew what the hell, like I liked and what I didn't like and, and okay. thought. So for me, it was like, you know, when I started dating my wife, cause we knew each other for a year beforehand. Mm-hmm. So like I, I had hung out with her, you know, we knew each other enough, but it was just like, we were both like adults when we made that decision. So that's a great like, point. Yeah. You know, I was like 20, excuse me, 26, maybe yeah, 27. We, when I, married. I don't know. Like I was just, I was the, the, just the bachelor for a big chunk of my like twenties. Like I just didn't find the person I wanted to be with. So it was like, you know, I dated enough people to know what I did like and what I didn't like. So I would, you know, I'm always just also a straight shooter. So I would just, yeah, I, respect that I never tried to like fucking, 
you know, like pull a song and dance and be like, oh, this is, you know, like I'm, I'm, you know, presenting myself as something I'm not. Like I was just always like, hey, here's me, you know, and if you like it, cool. If you don't, fuck it. <laughs> you know, like, move <laughs> along, man. Boom shakalaka. Yes, baby. Yes. All right, good. So we, I like that one. We like that one. And if you don't like it, he'd say just move on. Just shut up and move on. All right, so... We went over, you know, the the life pro tips, and I know you've listened to this show before. So a part of part of uh, you know it is ask people to re reappropriate the LPTs, the life pro tips, and give me a Ladera pro tip. So okay, hit me. Ladera pro tip. Yesterday, my daughter finished um, fifth grade at Oso, and then my other daughter was, um, you know, she's finished second grade. So. My pro tip is this: you, as parents, there's a lot of parents that go to these things, and if when you do go and you should go, you gotta show up correct. Balloons, flowers, some sort of like wow. you know, like kids like displays the whole deal. Like we went, we thought we were in a pretty good spot. We got our balloons, and then you know whatever else. But there's kids, you know, like the parents go all out. Dude. So the point is, if you're gonna do it, do it correctly, or else your kid's gonna feel bad. So, you know, I, I, I'm just, I'm putting it there. I might be a Hall of Famer, dude. Yeah, that's, it's the standard. So, you know, like, just, just do it. Like, and I, you can, you saw the look on kids' faces when their parents didn't do anything. You know, they just were like kind of looking around like, well, you know, my friend's family did all this stuff and there's like. You're you know, talking about the little singing thing they just did at Oso? Well, no, no. So graduation yesterday. Oh, graduation. So they do, they call it clap out. They didn't out. do it Osho graduation, did they? No, it's they call it a clap out. So the kids literally come through the field. Uh-huh. Like they bring them class by class. Yeah. And like everybody cheers them on. I mean, this place is so great. Like I didn't even know that was going yeah. down, for dude. Sure. For sure. So, this is my kids go to Oso too. Yeah, sounds like somebody needs to step it up. Dude, what? <laughs> I love it. Wow. So, well, they did it. I'm going to hit my wife up. Wait, 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 wait. What? So for fifth grade. Were there a lot of dudes there? What time did this go down? Uh, I went down at like 1130. Oh, yeah. okay. So it was mostly moms, huh? Yeah. Well, no, there was a good mix. That's what I was saying. Like, you know, we. we Friday or thir- Tuesday. They got us school Tuesday, Wednesday. right? Wednesday. Yeah. 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 Or th- was it Thursday? The yeah. clap out. Yeah. So they, they you know, like all the clap, like fifth grade goes first because that's their last time being at Oso, right? Like that's their graduating. Weren't even like crying. Totally. My daughter Aww. was crying. She was super upset. Like she's yeah. just, she likes her friends. She likes the school. Um, and again, like, I mean, Ladera just gives these kids the, this, this idyllic childhood. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that's a sad but, thing. But I get it. Don't get much better than, nah, than this. No, so pro tip, if you... I like, that's a great pro tip, though, for real. If like, you show up, you show Sad up, trombone aside, that's a great one. Totally. That's what, you gotta come correct. You gotta yeah, do it. My pro tip good. is freaking A. <laughs> Just <laughs> know about the clap out, period, dude. Period. Yeah. I'm failing. All my All right, my wife runs the the show, so I I just go. Yeah, just mine like, usually hey. does too. I'm gonna have to hit her up on that. Like, babe, the clap out. Did yeah. you miss it? My son probably wouldn't even talk to me if I was there anyway. No, just kidding. He would have yeah. said what up. I don't remember doing it last year. I just think I think it was an emphasis more this year because our daughter was in fifth grade. So, but like all the kids. All the classes marched, you know, through, and everybody just cheered them on, and was like, "Congratulations! Like you did what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you're important." <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. I think it's rad. I'm just sad, I guess, that or I just, I guess, I just feel, uh, 
Yeah, like a little bit of a derelict for not even yeah. knowing about it. Like I said, we didn't do it last year, so like that's that's just something. Eleven thirty though on a Wednesday. Ugh. I know. That's I a know. big ask. Yeah. That's a big ask. I would do it though for the clap out. All right. Today I learned that giant tarantulas will keep frogs as pets, keeping them safe from potential predators. In return, these frogs will eat tiny insects that could otherwise harm tarantula eggs before they hatch. Sounds like a good move. Right? It's like those little fish, you know, you see sharks, like big great yeah. like sharks and they have, I forget I don't know if they're called feeder fish or what, but yeah. they like they I don't know if they're there to eat all the crumbs that the shark leaves behind or if they I don't know what they do, what? but I kinda like it that sharks always have their little homies, you know. Yeah, why not? I mean it's like what is it, a symbiotic relationship? Ooh, big word. Yeah. I don't know. Every now and then it Bill up. Nye the science guy. Hold on, remember that? Bill Nye the science guy? Yeah. Bill, I- Bill. Maybe he was a West Coast guy. No, know. no, I remember it. It's just my, my, my brain's a little cloudy from all the years. Of- <laughs> <laughs> so what was the last uh, concert you've been to? Uh, well, big concert. I went and saw um, Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, and nice. Jane's Addiction up in Anaheim. Is Billy Mellon, what's uh, it? Mellon uh, Camp, Mellon Cullen? No, no. Uh, what's his name? Why am I spacing his name? The lead singer of Smashing Pumpkins. How do, how, Billy... Corgan? Billy Corgan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Jane's Addiction opened up for him. Um, oh, wow. And I was a huge Jane's fan growing up, but I got to be honest. I thought like, they broke up for some reason. Oh, they Maybe did. I'm shipping. They okay. did. I mean, it was Perry Farrell and like one of the other dudes. Like Dave Navarro's not in the band anymore, but. What does he even do anymore? Navarro? Just Foo Fighters only? No, Dave Navarro, not, not David. Uh, oh, the drummer. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, Dave Navarro was a guitar player for Jane's Addiction. So he was like. He yeah, was he was in, also a Nirvana Foo Fighters, right? No, you're thinking of Dave Grohl. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, right. You're yeah. right. My bad. Different I totally Dave. Whoops, whoops. Different yeah, okay, Dave's. okay, okay, yeah. But, Navarro, uh, was he STP ever? No, he was He was in Jane's Addiction, and then he was part of the Red Hot Chili Peppers okay, that's uh, for a while, too, from. in the 90s. So He ain't then, no Frisante, though, dude. No, nah, no. Nah, so what the hell is Frisante doing these days? He's He's. Playing with um, the Chili Peppers still, like what? Yeah, I yeah. thought he bounced, or they well, he bounced. He went back. I don't know. I I stopped listening to them. They got like way too big and oh, mainstream. It's like one of my favorite bands ever, dude. Back in the day, they were they were awesome. Point Break, yeah. Anthony Kiedis, right, totally. dude? So totally. well, dude. I'll, I'll trump you on that one. First Cameo time, Trump. Yeah, no, that movie Thrashing. Oh, dude, Josh Brolin, right? Dude. Well, Josh Brolin, but the Chili Peppers play in that in that yeah. at the band. Yeah. yeah, and that's how I literally. Oh, got I into thought that it. was Boom Shakalaka. Yeah. Hey, learning experience in Carl's Casita here, dude. Wow, that was a great call out. Yeah, no, so that was, thrashing. If you guys haven't seen thrashing, dude, wow, it's like that. That was a game changer for me. Like, yeah, you know, growing up on the East Coast, and it's just like all I wanted to do was skate. So I saw that movie, and it was like literally that's how I heard about the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I started listening to them back then. Because they did, um, they did a song there called "Black Eyed Blonde," and it was like I remember hearing that in the soundtrack. I was like, "Cool!" And then I also started listening to the Circle Trucks because that was in there. Oh hell and yeah! It was just like you know, like, but yeah. So Chili Peppers, I started listening way back in the day. I know I sound like that guy, but it was like by the time like Blood Sugar Sex Magic got like super huge, we'd already been listening to them for years, and then it got big, and we we're like done. But anyway, bringing it back, concert was Jane's Addiction, uh, Smashing Pumpkins. It's pretty good. I saw another band called Alkaline Trio. Um, unfortunately, like, yeah, I remember Rockline too. Yeah. They were good. They, they, they are. They're, are they Aussies? No, no, they're from Chicago. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I'm big punk rock guy. At least I used to be. Yeah. So Alkaline's like literally like punk rock. I feel like it's like a rocky kind of poppy. 
Yeah, no, they punk, were I mean, alkaline. They, they they labeled them as pop punk or whatever. There we go. Yeah, that's yeah, a good label but, for them. You know, they they got some really cool dark shit, and you know, it's like everything else. Or like dark, like Turbo Negro, Wolf Mother. Oh no, no, oh, no! It's just like I mean, they sing about the devil all the time, but it's like kind of poppy, and like they do use like you know, like they'll dress up as like priests. But like mm. you know, have like vampire teeth. That's weird. You know, just yeah. But it's like it's totally shtick, right? Like they're not like demonic or satanic. Like Marilyn Manson shtick. Nah, not as bad. They're just more. Is it true about what they say about his rib or whatever? Uh, Manson. Yeah, give himself his own BJ's. You never yeah. heard that. I don't know. That guy's a fucking freak show. Okay, so it yeah. could be true. I don't know. You're a big music. You're like the. <laughs> yeah, you know the most yeah. about music anyone ever met. So nah, I'm like, hey, nah, you I know just, that was an urban legend, kind of from when yeah, I was a girl. I don't know. He was dude like. His music is music. I mean, I, I just never really got into him. Like, you know, all those people do shit like that for a shtick, right? It's just like one of my favorite bands is Slayer, right? Mm-hmm. And they have all this demonic, satanic stuff, whatever. It's just done to piss people off. It's like the same thing with Iron Maiden, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're not into the fucking devil, right? I mean, there are black death metal bands that like that shit, but mm-hmm. like, I think it's just, you know, it's like back in the day, like Motley Crue, you know, they would yeah. shout at the devil just to piss the Christians off. And, you know, now, like, it's so watered Controversy down. sells. Oh, for sure. For sure. But, you know, uh, music today is so just... It's garbage. It's, it's well, all... It's hot. Everything it's is, garbage. is done for shock value. There's nothing to shock people anymore. Like, where's the last great band? Like, who's the last great Chili Peppers? Like, who? I don't know. I mean, I would say, like, the best bands of, you know, my generation... Um, and I, I have a different taste, so I like a lot of punk rock and stuff that not everybody listens to, but like, you know, you really Rancid. Like, yeah, Rancid's fucking great, but I, I'm saying like real, like kind of like what is my generation's Rolling Stones without question. It's the fucking Foo Fighters, right? Like, mm. Foo Fighters are amazing. Fucking Linkin Park was amazing. You know, like, Linkin Park was sick. They were, because so they had their own sound. They made their own genre. Yeah. They brought kind of like, like Rage Against the Machine, but way more better catchier yeah. well, it was they, sick yeah you know, they called it new metal it's like them and corn you know where yeah corn like, yeah yep, yep. hair metal went away and then it was like this weird like hey what do we do but goth know, metal yeah yeah but i i just think i don't know yeah like so i'm a total music free like probably seen a thousand concerts in my life like a that, thousand oh yeah yeah i started wow i was like literally like 13 years old and it was like you know it spanned whether it was punk or metal i mean i used to tour with the grateful dead for a little bit you know, what do you mean tour? Like in like their bus? Follow them around when they go to different venues and like just would they of, let you in for free? Well, no, like so, so I, yeah, so like the dead, you know, like before this That's is what they call the deadheads, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they literally would just follow the band around all over the country and all over the world. So it's like this whole A big tailgate party, yeah, like this big traveling spectacle. So, you know, it's like, where would they all stay? Well, that's the whole point. You just like sleep in your car, you sleep in a van and you're going from one, you know, like, and you, you know, you're talking 60 to a hundred thousand people at these events. Holy shit. You know, there's like a subculture that travels around and it's like, they just love acid over there. huh? Just, I mean, it's like they're selling veggie burritos and tie dye shirts so you can make money to go see the dead. But like, how long do they play for? Because aren't they known for playing for like hours? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Grateful Dead now is gone. I mean, I saw them when they were actually the Grateful Dead with Jerry Garcia and he died in 95. So I saw my first show in 1990 uh, or was it 89? Yeah. And 89. Um, Yeah. It was just like just total life changing experience. But I mean, it's just like, you know, of course, this is the first time you get drunk, you get stoned. Mm -hmm. You're hanging out with like, you know, this crazy world of like, you know, counterculture. But yeah. So like I, 
I was always into music, but it's just like, you know, like people laugh. They're like, you like the dead? And I'm like, yeah, I fucking like the dead. And then, but again, I'm also like, I fucking love Motorhead. I love Slayer. Mm. I love like the, the, you know, like you name it. I fucking love it. I love classic country as well. Like, fuck yeah. Country is one thing I never really got into. Well, yeah. I mean, I think it's. It, it, everybody's there like like roy orbison classic country uh, like johnny cash like Hank okay Williams. yeah okay yeah, like, now we're talking I mean, yeah yeah fucking uh, give me some willie nelson but yeah like, okay I, mean, I yeah I, I was big into like jam bands too like almond brothers and just like you know that sort of stuff so music i just fucking love it i love it you know when i lived in the city up in san francisco i was really into punk when i was there what was your go-to venue out there so there, there's a couple there's one called the Parkside. Uh, there's another one called the bottom of the hill. Um, those are de- like, that's like, that's like core San Francisco punk without question. Till right? this day. Till this day. Okay. For sure. Bottom of the hill is well known. Same thing. The park side is called, uh, but there was another place called Slim's live music every night all the time, all the time. But it's like, you know, we, we got to see so many amazing bands come through there that were like before they got big, you know what I mean? And it's just like, it, it, it was just, it was it was just fucking amazing. You know, it was just like 10 years of it. And like, you know, I was in my twenties, so I wasn't like a young kid. Like I had money to go to the shows and my friends were into it too. We were all just into music. And so we got to, you know, like go see all these amazing bands. And I knew some, you know, my, my roommate was, um, he, he was a creative guy, you know, um, and he, he did album covers and CD covers and stuff like that for, for a couple of the, the labels. So, you know, he knew these people. So like they'd come into town, like when Warp Tour would come in, I'd be at, I'd be backstage with these people like hanging out with you know like literally like these huge fucking bands and you know how would you get back there you know someone just, or yeah my roommate knew him. so it's just like here you go here's your backstage pass like let's go hang out with the offspring let's go hang out with Joan Jett let's go hang out with like offspring sick yeah Joan so Jett's sick. yeah so that was like a ten year period of my life would where, they party back there were they mellow it depends on who it was I mean I definitely partied with some some people like pretty hard and then some were just like, like Dude, tell me a story ah. Uh, Let's see. I mean, I definitely got, you know, like. You can use a swim. Somebody <laughs> who isn't me, swim. We could throw a swim in here. That's fine. No, nah, I don't want to There's a lot of swims out the there. Bus. Hey, but call them swim. Yeah. No. Call them swim. Uh, I, I would just say, like, I've definitely been to a gentleman's club with some of these guys and like all the rumors are true you know just I mean? making it rain but powdery substances all over oh you know, man dancers and just yeah straight I mean, out of the movies fuck yeah it was great yeah it was great just, like if i'm a rock star i'm gonna do that shit too you know like why be fucking boring but you can tell that's why that's so true right you know, they you also got to if you're a rock star yeah yeah i mean they all sober up so that's the thing is like i see something and then they start sucking yeah or they i mean i don't know i, I feel like it's just they they go through they go down that that track and then they have to because it's like you're either gonna you know the rail the train's gonna go off the rails or you know you're you're just not gonna make it so I, I saw a lot of progression of like people that were like partying and having a good time and then they went into like a really dark place like and lost their career yeah. or they brought it back together they, some of them brought it back but like I just remember hanging out with you know so a couple of you know these bigger bands or whatever and some people and like just being like wow man you fucking suck. Like I wish I, I wish I didn't meet you because like I I love your music but you're a fucking asshole. You're a dick. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like I mean, it's like Rick James That's says. Sad. Cocaine's a hell of a drug, but you know I just watch. So I don't know. Again, I was just a hanger on. So like I was just part of the party, but I wasn't like in that scene. Like I wasn't part of their circle, their inner circle. But I got to hang out with a bunch of them, and it was cool. It was really cool. But like I said, I met a couple of people that like I hung out with them. I was like, God, you suck, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm just like I, I thought you were cooler. Too. 
But, yeah, people shouldn't be like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? There's yeah. no, I mean, but no again, reason for like everybody that. comes at these people and treats them like they're a god, right? So yeah, that know, or like a piece of meat needing yeah. something maybe. So it's just the you know they I I see how it weighs into them. But yeah, so like the music thing, at least when I lived in San Francisco, was fucking. Amazing. So is the Fillmore whack or what? Fillmore's great. Absolute okay. History. Yeah, I remember going there yeah. when I was in SF. Yeah. And the, the cool thing is, like every every concert, you they give out uh, they give out posters. Yeah. I mean, I've got yeah. a bunch, and it's just like, you know, I just got used to it, and like now that I'm removed from it, I'm like, God. I man. wish I still had all those. Or yeah. where are they? Yeah, I have some. I have a bunch Good. like framed, but still, it's like. So yeah, they, I, I mean, love old rock posters. They're expensive, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but like that—that that was a, such a, a talk about a collectible. That's why if I yeah. ever have time and I'm a goodwill or whatever, I always go shuffle through the art. Yep, exactly. You know, movie posters too, like exactly. actual real ones with the serial numbers on them. You know what I'm saying? You know what your rock posters look like, totally. dude. Totally. No, I, I Fillmore does it right. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, that's. That, that's what's cool. And I'm like, I'm looking around your office. This is kind of like my office. Yeah, yeah. Craig Stesic art right there. You yeah, know who that yeah. is, right? Doug Down Z Boys. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for dude. Sure. Yeah. He signed that shit. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I love him. He's yeah. also a photographer. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big photographer. Yeah. Yeah. Your office is kind of similar to mine where it's just got like nothing but like, you know, a lot, lot of like journey. You can tell as yeah, far as like dude. toys and, you know, just shit. Stuff. Like, you know, gr- grown up, grown up kids is what we are. Love it, dude. Boom shakalaka. Couldn't have said it better myself. Respect. So I, I always ask people to, you know, describe Carl's Casita. We call this from the Casita because it's disconnected from my house. Um, so I guess it's just, I don't know. That's what they called it before I moved I in. Mean, I would say it's like it, it's part, you know, like it's your workspace, but it yeah. definitely has an artistic flair, like feel to it. Like you definitely have that, like that artistic kind of, you know, vibe, right? Like, like you that. can tell your shit makes sense, and like the way you put things around here isn't just like, <laughs> haphazard, right? Like, and I, I think that's just a crazy. Boom, yeah. Like I could, you're saying that you're a photographer for a long time. It's like, oh, I can tell you're creative. Like your place oh, does, you. You, you know, it looks like. It's just like, oh, wow, how did he figure out how to do that? You know, or like, how do you, you know, it's just like, I just, I've known enough creatives that just, this is the way they see the world. So, you know. Dude, wow. I'm going to have to, that might be a Hall of Fame response right there. That's a creative space, man. I did creativity. Yeah, right. It's, uh, you got to always have it. One of my life pro tips that I didn't use tonight, I probably won't use it on a future episode, was never stop creating. Life pro tip, never stop creating. And that could apply to many things, but it's just saying, 100%. like, don't ever become dull. Always yeah. find something to keep, I don't know, keep the juices flowing, challenge yourself. That's how this podcast came about. I absolutely love talk radio. I remember there were times when I was a little kid driving with my dad um, back when Howard Stern was on FM radio. Back in the day when he was on FM before I went to Sirius and all that, I'd be, you know, a little kid driving to, to elementary school, fourth, fifth grade. And, you know, I don't know, he, had, he, had, he was great. He was crazy. He was groundbreaking. And, you know, maybe right before he's about to spank somebody or before he's, like, getting really gnarly in a story, my yeah. dad would always, like, change the channel. I'd always be like, oh, what? And then I just, like, that always stuck with me. So I think radio or talk radio, I think it's totally. it's one of the best mediums to get to know a person's personality. And I really like the fact that um, people can't see you, per se, so they can't make, you know – 
judgments. Sometimes people see someone and they'll make a preconceived judgment. Yeah. Um, if you have tattoos, maybe, or yeah. you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I really love the fact that, that radio, it just feels very intimate, you know, and back back when our nation was super wholesome before TV and all that, it was radio. Yeah. Kids would sit around the radio and listen totally. to stories or Roosevelt fireside yeah. chats. Or yeah. Plus, when shit hits the fan, I mean, it's really going to be radio waves. No, I mean, I... I I, I think it's great. And I mean, again, it's just like, you know, there's podcasts, but I, I, I like the idea of like the live radio shows too, where like, or just like, you know, any sort of show where it's just like, you know, it sounds lame, but like I watch good morning football all the time. Like I'm a huge football fan. Like that's, that's like, I'm, I'm like one of those fucking idiot Eagles fans. that's like, just loves football. So I can't get enough of it, but like, you know, I'll watch like good morning football and it's just like on, you know, the NFL uh, thing. And it's like, they're always bringing new, you know, you know, they got, they, they have a cool little group of people there, but like, mm-hmm. you know, I used to watch the news in the morning. It's too fucking depressing now. I yeah, can't do it. You know, it's just like, just, so I'd go there just cause it's like, oh, this is cool. And if like, you know, if I'm like driving around, like I have serious and I'll like turn on the end, you know, like sports stuff, that's just me. But like, you know, I think it is, it, it's, it's something that like, you know, like you, you, you get, you know, you get brought into like a show or, you know, and you're like, okay, I'm going to do this again. You know what I mean? Like we're in, it's like, I think like, this is still like a town hall where you can have people that are like interacting with one another and you learn shit, right? Like we don't all just like bury ourselves on one side anymore. Uh, or like, I feel like yeah. that's what we do. Um, but no, I, I agree. Stern was fucking hysterical. I still listen to like talk radio. Like I, I there's a station back in Philadelphia, um, and I, I like listen to sports talk radio there and it's just it, it just makes me laugh because you can stream it you know yeah like when you yeah hear, like iheart and all that it's yeah. easy to get like when you hear like east coast especially philly people like talk about sports and like whatever else it's just so funny because they're, they're so, raw they're oh, mean they're they are mean harsh dude yeah they're so harsh and like Dude, I fucking love it. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. You know, because it's just Well, like, hey, if you're getting paid millions of dollars a year, totally. I'm going to light your ass up, too, yep. if you ain't performing, yeah. right? And, but that's like, it's the you know, it's the Philly thing. And, you know, they're always like, I mean, you know, Eagles fans will fucking boo their own team if they're sucking, right? Mm-hmm. And they call them, they're like, oh, they're the boo birds. And it's like, the mentality isn't like everybody, you know, I get it. Tons of people hate fucking Eagles fans. I don't care. You know, I'm one of them, so I'm not. But it, it, it's just that the idea is that they care so much that so much. if you're not performing, it hurts them. Like, it, it feels like you're at a, it's an attack on them, and it's an attack on how they feel about you. So, you know, it's pretty cool. Like, when you hear a lot of, like, these, you know, like, um, you know, major athletes – will say like playing in Philadelphia, they're like, dude, either people are like, I hate it. Or they're like, I love it. They're like, these fans are fucking nuts and they live for it. So it's like, you know, I, I just think, you know, for me, it's like, I didn't go when they won the Super Bowl. I didn't go to the Super Bowl there, but I went to the opening game at uh, Lincoln financial when they raised the first banner for them to ever win the fucking Super Bowl. And it was like, I have never seen a town or I shouldn't say eight town, the town of Philadelphia, that happy. Like everybody had smiles on their face. Like everything was green and white. And I mean, people were fucking cheering and drunk. There were people crying. I mean, it was just like, it it was just, it's such a a thing where, you know, again, I I love like the, the, the kind of the Philadelphia culture. I don't, I didn't love it enough to stay there. Like that wasn't for whatever, but like city brotherly love. Yeah. But I, I mean, I fucking, I love it. I love yeah. Philadelphia sports teams and it's like, you know, people are always pissing on them and I'm like, good. 
you know, but that's again, like we don't fucking care if you don't like us. Yeah, like, fucking Philly good. people are sick, dude. Yeah, but it's just like again, like people get they get a bad rap and they're like, oh, they're trash. It's like stop. stop. Not as bad as Raiders. Yeah, dude, I was gonna so say, worry. man. I've been, to, I've been to a couple. You could get lower. <laughs> when I when I lived up in in San Francisco, the, I saw the Eagles play uh, a couple times. Each game that I went to, I was kicked out of. Each game. What? Because Well, the Diner fans were talking shit, you know, whatever. And it's just like, of course, you know, and was I sober being a nice guy? No. I was there with a bunch of meatheads and, yeah, like, they're... you know, getting drunk. People were throwing, you know, some dude threw a fucking bottle at our section. Oh, that's know. jacked, dude. Yeah, that's well, bold. He got jacked. <laughs> that's nice. what happened. In the stands, just yeah. blows thrown. Yeah, no, I just fucking ran at him. It's but like Supercross. For sure. Yeah, so, like. Gosh, but do they I, still do that at Supercross, you think? Uh, probably. Probably, but I won't. I won't go to another. I won't go see. Um, you know, like the I saw the the Eagles play the Rams a couple years ago down here at the Coliseum. That was a violent fucking experience, right? Like I was there with my family, and like so nothing bad was going on. But like I saw some serious blood, and I was like, I won't go to Eagles games anymore unless it's at home. But you saw fan fights, blood oh, that big way, time. Like just I am talking like violent, violent wow. shit that I have, and I've seen a lot of violence in my life. That was like that was scary because it was people were just so just angry, crushing one another. Like, and it was just like I mean, it was, you know, like people were getting soaked in blood, and I was like, really, it's a fucking football game. Relax, you know, and you're not on the team, by the way. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, you're right. In the fucking stands, and those guys don't care. But yeah, so I don't know. Just hammered, freaking hammered. Well, people are just like people are just angry now, and like. I don't know. I always tell, here's my pro tip, my pro Philly tip. Okay, I like it. Do not go to see your team play against the Eagles in Philadelphia. Don't do it. Ooh. You're not going to be treated nice. They don't look at it as like, hey, this is a nice contest. Just don't do it. Just don't do what's it. What's going to happen? I mean, if I show up with yeah. my eight-year-old daughter and we both have opposite jerseys on, what's going to happen? They're probably not going to do anything to the kid. But you're going to get taunted, you know, and people will talk smack at you and stuff like that. But if you show up and like, especially if you're like a Cowboys fan, Mm. Jesus, man, that's like, that's just like, it's just, it's an assault on the city. So that's my pro tip is assault on the city to wear Cowboys. Don't show, and people do it. People do it. Every time I've gone. It's like Raiders, dude. You don't freaking. I'll never go to Raiders fucking game in my life. There's just no way. I mean, but that's more. I like, used to go when I was a kid when they were in L.A. Well, it's more out of respect. Like, I don't want to go to a hometown and, and cheer against them. You know what I mean? There's fan base. Bo Jackson was fucking the oh, man. Yeah. yeah, no, I saw the Raiders when I lived up north, I would, and I'd go and cheer for them. Same thing with the Niners. I've seen more Niners games than most. Yeah, Candlestick. Games. I'd yeah. never been to their new yeah. stadium yet. Yeah, no, I, I went. My buddy's family had season tickets on um, the 20-yard line, row three. Wow. Um, until they moved out of Candlestick. So I saw more, like, and nobody wanted to go because the Niners sucked at that point in time. So I saw probably at least 20, 25 home games. So, That's sick. Yeah. That's great seats. But they were terrible. <laughs> they weren't winning. So, like, everybody bailed. But they went down to Levi's, and now it's a nice stadium. But, like, that was, like, you know, people, like, fucking rag on Philly. But, like, San Francisco and, like, in the Candlestick. Where is Santa Clara? Because don't they call that Silicon Valley? Or yeah. No? Yeah, that's right near San Jose. So it's like, it's about an hour from the yeah, city at least an hour. Yeah. It's pretty far down. So you never hung with like San Jose dudes. Oh yeah. No, I used to go to San Jose with work all the time. It's just, that's that like, as far as like, I'd go down there for work, but like my friends didn't live in San Jose. It was way too far. 
How far is Cupertino from San Francisco? Uh, same thing. They're right. Same. Yeah, they're all Cupertino, San Jose, Santa Clara. That that whole area is like right around the same place. Shoot. Have you ever been to Apple HQ? I went to the fir- their original, not not after they rebuilt it. Like, same location they just rebuilt yeah, it. Yeah, they, they just added it. So like yeah, I mean I, I've been to it. I've been, you know, around it. I haven't been on like the new like you know, the the circular building, whatever. Um, you know, like they built it and then the pandemic hit, so I was like, oh, not gonna go there. What's the nicest tech campus you've seen? Um, I worked for Adobe for a bit. They had a really nice campus. I mean I've been Wait, I, did they just relocate everything to Utah or are they still Adobe? Yeah, or no, no they I, just built a nice ass office out there. Oh, they, yeah, one. they have a huge one in Lehigh for sure. Okay, but um, no, their their headquarters is in San Jose, so they. Okay. I mean, it's nice. I worked in the San Francisco office, but I would go down to San Jose. I would say, like, as far as like nice, um, campus, whatever. Of course, it's gonna go to fucking Google. You know, Google and Facebook. You know, at it's least because of all the free shit they would give. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I worked I worked at a place called Dropbox. And oh yeah, I know Dropbox. Pretty fucking amazing. Like five star meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Free? Yeah. Cafeteria totally, free. Totally. Free cafeteria, free bar, free coffee. Free you know. drinks, you mean? Yeah, for sure. During for the sure. day? Nah, they wouldn't open it up until like four. I mean, you can go in there if you really wanted to, but like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 <laughs> you don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Well, people yeah. were. I worked oh, at a bunch of startups, shit. and we, you know, people would start pounding. All the sales guys. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, no, people maybe, would just start pounding. Maybe. You know, that was kind of the way it was, and like all the stereotypes about startups. Get those different. numbers, you do what you want. Exactly. That ain't no stereotype, yeah. dude. Well, That's a rule I have found true in any business. Well, yeah. No, For sales, gonna, you hit numbers, you do what you want. Yes, you exactly. But like. What I was saying is a startup, the stereotypes of startups are totally fucking true. I've, I've worked for four of them, and they're all the same where it's just like, you know, there's a bunch of venture money comes in. How Like Series A or B? Um, A's nothing, yeah, huh? A's nothing, no. I'm talking like B and C. And then it's just like, you know, so you get hundreds of millions of dollars, and then there's no one that says no as far as, like, cost of things or, like, oh, we should all, you know, this team, we should all good. Do like, you know, you can, you know, let's all go to this conference in fucking Australia. Sure, let's go. Dubai. You know, like, so everybody goes, but there's like. And it's all rent Lamborghinis yeah. and yeah. Yeah, I mean, wow. but it's, it's, it was fun. And but find a way to expense these cookers. Everything. And hot, yeah, but like all coke, the foods provided, like, you know, yeah. the, the, the bar is always stocked, you know, and it's just, you know, for me, like. How many of them actually made it? Dude, 95% fail. It's, it's. It's, with hundreds of million dollars in. Yeah. I mean, it's, well, not, probably not with that much. But Tens of millions. Yeah. Like, I mean, the thing that I've seen is, you know, basically the idea that a startup is going to form and then it's going to IPO and then you're going to be a multimillionaire. That doesn't happen anymore. It, what happens is they, these companies, they're used as incubators. And so they get some funding and they, they put something together and then one of the big companies will buy them. So like, best example I could say is, Slack, right? So Slack took off. Everybody knew it was going to do well, and Salesforce bought it. The fuck does Salesforce have to do with Slack? They don't. It's just a big tech company that has a shit ton of money, right? So now everybody uses Slack. But the idea is that Slack, you know, like you're not going to get another, you know, something like that. Like there's the the big companies will buy it, whether it's a Google or a Facebook or an Apple or an Adobe. You know, like Adobe just bought. Um, uh, you know, Figma, which is like a sketch tool. Like that, I've heard of that. Yeah, that would rival Adobe. So they just bought it for fucking $20 billion. So, $20, billion? $20 billion? But that's an actual legit 
yeah. program. That's not some social media like no, unproven no. bullshit. That's no, an they, actual proven, get absorbed. real world program. You yeah. can. Yeah, I, I just think my my point is they all get absorbed. So the idea that you're going to go to a startup. And then you're going to be there when the IPO and you're going to cash out. It's not that would happen. never be my goal if I had a startup. My goal would be to sell it to Amazon or sell it to right. Adobe or sell it to oh, for sure. one of these big guys before it could ever get to well, that. Well, the phase. founders do that, yes. But like, you know, being from the guy on the inside that was trying to get people to come work for us, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like that dream is just fucking gone. It's just gone. So, like, if you're, if you're, why? So, you're saying going public is the only option now? No, you're going to get other company stock, but you know, unless you're like, original like 50 or original 100 of a startup you're never going to get cashed out like like what people saw before right like those, mm. those days are fucking done if you're brought in and you're a high level like yeah they're gonna set they're gonna set you up but you know you're not gonna hear about some kid that joined it as like you know like a, an assistant and five years later he's a multi-billionaire like those days are not fucking ever gonna happen again right so that's my that's my my tech pro tip. <laughs> I like it, if dude. If your kids say, "I want to go work for a startup," be like, "Dude, just get ready," because most of them fail. And unless you are on the charter or like part of the original org, you're gonna get something, but you're never gonna. It's never. You're never gonna see that shit again. You're never gonna see a Google or a Facebook or, you know, like where people like really made it. Those days are fucking gone. That's so just, interesting. Yeah, you know, and the people that you're get basically out, saying all the ideas have been taken. Yeah, no, that's what I'm hearing I, from you right now. The ideas will get bought by a big company. That's the before whole thing. they can IPO. Yep, hundred percent. Which 100%. I would rather have. Yeah, but I just think it's funny. Like you see people that think this stuff, and I hear a lot of it from youth. And I mean, it's just it is. You got to have dreams, but it's just like it just makes me laugh because I'm like, you have no idea. <laughs> Like, and those companies, they love it. They love youth. They love the idea of somebody that's going to come in there and work their ass off, mm-hmm, you know, and mm-hmm. put in all that time. But do you really think they give a fuck about you? Yeah. Do they cap you with age limits on certain positions? You Well, no, that's no. probably the, no, I'm not going to ask that question. No, that's the problem is they, they ageism, don't, right? Well, they need to hire older people because they know more shit. Older people, you wouldn't fucking have all these failures. <laughs> boom shock is only got the one wow i don't know like i said like those that that's that's just like the reality of it but i just think like you know you know so like i'm a recruiter that's what i do and i work in tech so you know like another pro tip any of the dads that are listening to this or the moms or whatever it's just like okay your kid wants to do something like and they're going to go to college my advice would be make sure they understand the degree that they sign up for directly impacts if they're going to get a job out of school or not. Right. So, you know, if you're going to get a generalized degree, do not expect that you're going to get a huge, you know, job right out of school, unless you know somebody, it's all about networking and it's all about knowing somebody, but plain and simple. If you get, you mean a film major is not going to be a computer programmer. Well, no, I mean a film major at least is specialized, but I'm saying like, you know, and I got a degree in communications, right? Like, so but we're the last of the 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 last of the Mohicans. Exactly. But like, if you don't have a specialized degree and you don't like, I always tell people it's like, get what I know. Nobody knows what they want to do. Right. But if you get hard, dude, right out of high school. Yeah. Yeah. I want to party. I want to chill. But if you want to surf, if you get a degree, you know, in English, and then you're applying for a, a design job or an engineering job that you don't have any training and or, you know, education. Like, why why would you get that job? Yeah, you, you know what I mean? And, yeah. like, I come across that all the time. 
where it's like, well, well, that's common sense. Why would you ever major in English if you want that job? I'm just, you know, and it's just like, I mean, I just come across a lot of like entitled kids that went to like, you know, one of the Ivies or like one of the top schools. Do the Ivies even have the weight they used to have? Or is it just not, an overpriced not, freaking? Not to me. Not to me. Not at all. I mean, I mean, it's just, again. I think college, I think inflation for college has gotten some of the most expensive. It's like yeah. insane. Textbooks, all of it is like 600% or something yeah. higher than it was 20 years ago. Yeah. I mean, again, I mean, I'm going to send my kids to college, but, you know, I, I tell my daughter all the time, I'm like, dude, like, if you don't have a clue what you're going to do, you're going to fucking, you're going to go to a, a state school that I can afford. I'm not going to send go. you to a private school and put you in debt, 300 grand, and you still don't know what you're going to do, but, yeah. it, you know, it sounded fun. So unless it's MIT, yeah, well, I'll that's do it like, for MIT. Yeah. I mean, there are schools that like carry that sort of like cachet and weight, like MIT for sure, right? If somebody's just like, so Carnegie Mellon's a really good school for, um, you know, there's a bunch of like software engineering schools that their programs are amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Like Carnegie Mellon, you're gonna get a job right out of school. Like there's one down here, Harvey Mudd, which is like they they all get jobs because they're taught really really well. But these are intense academic. Where is Harvey Mudd? It's down here in LA somewhere. I haven't heard or not, of that. Is it. A, it it's a business school or what no, is it? No, I mean, it's a school. It specializes, like, they have a good career uh, computer science program. Obviously, I gravitate towards that stuff because that's like. Is it a, a batch, like a four year yeah, university? Yeah. yeah, Bachelor of Science. Huh. So, yeah. Okay. But I, I'm just saying there's like programs that, you know, schools that have those programs that you're going to, you're going to get, you know, looked at, right? There are camp uh, companies. So, like, where you hire kids from DeVry or whatever? No. Okay. Not right out. No. I mean, I'm not, I'm never going to knock somebody for yeah. going to something like that. But for me, I generally hire people that are like, you know, pretty far into their career. But when I do Got hire it. more, you know, junior kind of either, I, I try to go with master students most of the time. But like for me, like, you know, I work in gaming, like I'll hire people from like, like I mentioned Carnegie Mellon or RIT, which is Rochester Institute mm-hmm, of Technology, mm-hmm. Digi, DigiPens up in Seattle. Um, USC has got an amazing program. Uh, you know, SMU uh, has built SC has an amazing programming, yeah, computer they, yeah. computer science program. Uh, well, computer science and um, gaming. So, but you know, like I said, it's like I get it. Not everybody wants to, you know, knows what they want to do. But like, I don't want to hear the complaints about my kids. You know, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars in debt. Well, they went to a really expensive private school and got a generalized degree. How yeah. how was that my fucking? Well, degree? coders make good money, right? Totally. Totally. Yeah, I'm, and I'm not saying everybody should be. A, how how hard does a coder work compared to a sales guy? A good coder versus a good sales guy. That, yeah, who's surfing more? Yeah, I mean the sales guy can make it, but you got you got you know you eat what you kill. Like that's that's the difference. I've been in sales too, man, and it's just like if you're no, not- but I'm saying like who has more free time? Oh, the sales guy for sure. Okay, but so coders guy, are always like yeah. desk monkeys. Well, they, I mean, it depends what they do, right? Like, they start in coding, but eventually those people move into management or they move into, like, different parts. Um, but, yeah, like, I mean, they're, engineers are always going to have a job. If they're, if you're good, you're going to have a job. There's never That's any job. industry, anything you do. But, yeah, I'm saying for, like, computer science specifically, yeah. like, there's never enough great engineers. There what language do they build games in? Uh, we use something called C++. I've heard of that, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of old school, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like there's there's languages that aren't going to go anywhere, right? It's like Java, right? Yeah. It's not going to go anywhere. You know, there are flashy Java languages that come up, like a Python, right? Like, or, yeah, okay. you know, it was just like, 
you know, 15 years ago or 10 years, yeah, 15, it was like Flash. Everything was done in Flash. Well, no, nothing's done in Flash. Flash anymore. was sick. I remember Flash, right. dude. Adobe had Flash. Yep. yep yeah. They did. And then, but After Effects, all yeah. that shit. Yep. I mean, I think it's like with anything else, though, you got to stay current, right? Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, again, like just, just to like the, the moms and dads out there, it's like just, you know, go in there with your eyes open and don't. You know, you can't, you shouldn't just say, yeah, kid, like you're going to go to this, you know, school and you're going to be in debt and then think you're going to come out and get rid of that debt just because you got a degree. Like that is the biggest misconception out there right now. So like, you know, when I hear all this stuff of like, oh yeah, you know, you have to have a college degree and it's like, yeah, I get it. But, or you can start your own business or you can do something beyond like what everybody else does. Right. And it's like, what you study, where you study, what you know, what you do with it. So just because you go to like one of these big schools and if you don't chase like, you know, internships or the alumni. Yeah, that's how I got my first job at a college was an internship. Yeah, that's how it works. Like, so again, it's like everybody has their own experience, but I'm just, you know, I just hear so much about like parents are saying, oh, uh, you know, I spent all this money on my kid's education and now they're living with me. It's just mm. like, well, you know, where were you? <laughs> Did you guide them? Did you tell them what to do? Yeah. So, I mean, I had friends like that too from my generation, but it's like. I'm just saying, like, school wasn't as, as expensive back then as it is now. True. Like, it's true, astronomical. True. So, that's my trip. Well, hey, man, I, I like it. I like it a lot. Oh. Don Johnson time. Oh, you know what that sound is. Well, that is our Urban Dictionary Words of the Week. First one, you ready for it? Bring it? Ready for it? It is Philadelphia sunscreen. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this one. Come on, guess. Uh, Philadelphia fucking sunscreen. Got to be some sort of like rock, like rank chemical. Okay. This says using an empty sun cream container, preferably the spray kind, as a vessel to smuggle alcohol into events <laughs> where it's prohibited. <laughs> that sounds like a Philly thing for sure. Okay. For sure. It doesn't even say if they washed it out. Hopefully they wash nah, it out first. Probably not. That's, that's actually a fucking great idea. Oh, that's good, huh? That is a good one. Yeah. yeah. It says, I hear the security is really strict at this gig. I think I'll just have a Philadelphia sunscreen. Yep. Yep. <laughs> what I mean, do they say? Sprayed in their mouth? Or yeah. how do they get it in there? I'm I'm uh, intrigued now. How do they crack it open and wow. get it in there? I I got some old Neutrogena bottles laying yeah, around. Yeah, I can see that happening. I mean, Philly, they, they like to get, you know, any event, any fucking sport. Yeah, event, right. People are drinking. Like, that is like, you know, like tailgating is like just, I mean... It's like you go to these these you know these, these sporting events and I mean there's always people that are like literally passed out blind drunk you know and you're like do you even know where you are right now <laughs> you know like it's just an ex- we used to do that you know we'd always go to sporting events and just party in the parking lot like that's what you do yeah right hope your friend grabs you when it's time to bail yeah exactly or figure out who's gonna who's sober enough to drive home <laughs> we yeah we had a lot of those oh hey, well at least you guys had trains and good public transport yeah. out there true that. Remember me it was just like bike or walk if you were no car all right all right ratchet this is an easy one ratchet my kids say that all the time isn't that like badass or something oh no it's like it's basically just like a person that's rank a diva especially one from an urban area no Okay. Who incorrectly believes she is every man's dream. 
But she's ratchet. She's ratchet, yeah. Like yeah. Someone who just thinks she's all that, but she's not Gosh, ratchet. Well, I, there was some song that they were singing along to, and this, you know, the the line was like, you know, bougie, sexy, ratchet. You know, oh like they god, were, they were dude! I can't like, even do this new hip hop nowadays no, with all the. I was like raised on Pac and Wu Tang and Biggie and yeah, it's again like I I can't go near it. But I hear them say Ratchet, and I'm like, sure, like the tribe. Funny, yeah, the funny thing now is like, and these this makes me laugh. These kids think thought they invented this. They're like saying, "Oh, I slay that." You know what? Yeah, like they thought they wrote that. No, oh like, my dude. gosh, I'm like, dude! Everything that Coops, you think we already Barney's. did, right? Yeah, I'm just like clowns. You know, I'm such a slayer. I'm like, no, you're not. Although one thing I never say you hear is goaded. Everything's goaded. It's so go goaded. It's that like one. you know, goat is G O A T, like greatest of all oh, yeah, times. Yeah, for sure. But if you're goaded, you gotcha. know, you're like super sick. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just it just goated, makes me laugh dog. when they when they come up. Or that's goaded. Yeah. All right, last one. Blame storming. Blame storming. I don't know, you just freak out. You're blaming everybody but yourself? Pretty good. Yeah, it says, collectively or individually finding someone something to blame for a problem as opposed to brainstorming, which connotates finding solutions to a problem. It's just basically finding something to blame your shit on. So you're a blame stormer. Yeah, I get that. I mean, we, every, why why would you want to accept you know the blame when you can just put it also on somebody else and then make yourself look like the hero, right? Pass it down the road, <laughs> exactly like the Dems do. Just pass it down the line, dude. It's all we do, all they do these days. It's sad. It's really sad. Oh, I heard the price of eggs went back down. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Yeah. The price of a dozen eggs has crashed back down to earth, falling from five bucks per dozen all the way down to eighty-four cents a dozen, according that's wholesale, according to the USDA. The surprise this surprised the analysis of the egg industry coming after fifty-nine million birds were killed last year to bird flu outbreak. Blah blah blah. Nevertheless, it's good news. April that egg prices are going to fall thirty-three percent year over year over the course of twenty twenty three. Did you ever See how gnarly eggs were or experienced buying? Oh, no. I mean, groceries in general were astronomically yeah. expensive, but, like, I was even coming to my wife this. So, like, on Sundays, I like to make steaks on the grill, like Sunday night steak dinner. So, I don't go super bougie. I just go out to fucking Stater Brothers, right? Like, yeah. They've got good It's all meat. about how you marinate it. Totally. But yeah. they're, so I always just get New York strips, right? So now, New York strip is, like, nine ninety nine a pound, whereas a year ago, it was, like, sixteen ninety nine a pound. So it's like there's another pro tip for you by the way. So Stater Brothers get the new, the New York Stater or just a brand right their brand not the USDA Prime because I got both of those and literally didn't tell my daughter like um, which one was what. So I gave her the one that's twenty bucks a pound versus the one that's ten bucks a pound. And I was like, which one do you like more? And she's just like, oh, this one's much better than that. So the one that was half the price is better than the one that says USDA whatever. Hmm. just i mean pro tip totally so it's like i i've seen that i saw that go down and that that makes me happy because before it was like holy shit dude 20 bucks a pound you know like you're not gonna be like you know like i don't care how well you're doing like yeah like that's still gonna make you give you a little pause like when you're like fuck really for like you know like one steak is 20 bucks like at you know stater brothers i mean you can go get like the wagyu and the fucking you know the snake eye and like all that shit but, you know, 
again, I'm not going to sit there and, and buy a ton if it's that much, but the, the price has gone down. So I think it's a lot, it's a lot easier to go to the grocery store. I need now. to get like a barbecue cleaner guy. Yeah. If you know anyone, let me know. Aren't there kids around here that do that shit? I don't know. Do you know anyone? Well, the, their the, info? This is Ladera Dad's Facebook page. Like, like you know, it gets really dirty, like mm-hmm. the, the drip tray or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I need all new pieces. I'm, I, I'm down for like a new grill top. There you go. Maybe even burners. I don't know. Yeah. All right. This was in the Reddit jobs form, and I'm like, you know, I got to ask this recruiter HR. I mean, I guess, are, is our recruiters part of HR? They we're totally. Part of, we're part of it, but I'm not, like, part of that, like, that world. You don't get the gossip, like, nah, all the good shit? Nah, they, they don't want to tell us. We're more on, we're the salespeople. Yeah, right? okay. Like, so that's that's my job as the company salesman. So it's like, you know, I go out and. How many people do you hire a week on average? I, not that many. I mean, it depends on, like, what I do. But, like, usually, you know, I hire maybe, like, three, four people a month. Depend, okay. Depends on it. So, yeah. But, I mean, it's like if you're hiring, like, at the high, high levels, like, directors and C titles and stuff, you might hire 10 people a year. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, it just depends. But, like, you know, I would say I average, like, probably around, you know, three, three, three to four a month. But I tend to hire, like, mid to senior and then lead level. Like, that's what that's what we do. Nice, dude. Nice. Some companies like people are just hiring like somebody every day, but it like what I hire for like engineering or design um, it is a lot more specialized. And, yeah, I like that. You know, it's just different. Right on. All right. So this was on the Reddit jobs form. It says, very uncomfortable at a new job after involving hookers in a business trip. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So I got hired in a company after moving to a new city. First few weeks were okay so far. Coworkers, despite their blunt way of communicating sometimes, are professional to the point and do their job. As this company is in a semiconductors industry, frequent business trips to Asia are to be expected and are part of my job. So a few days ago, I came back from the first trip in Asia with some of my new co-workers, and I admit to be baffled by what happened there. The first days of the trip was pretty usual. We dealt with the client, endless meetings and negotiations. Things went well and objectives were pretty much met. So we decided to relax, go visit the city, and eat at a restaurant. That's where things started to get weird. While we were drinking beer, my coworkers decided to hire local hookers for the night and blow some celebration. It was quite a surprise because they are all married with kids. <laughs> oh, but hey, it's their private life. They do not, they do they and none of my business. I still felt it was gross, lame, and cringy. Yeah, amen. But again, as long as no one is hurt, they are free men. Yep, amen. However, they started to peer pressure me to go with them and participate in this prostitute party thing. Scrolling pictures of girls on hooker websites, showing them to me which one would be for you. This one. You think she'll be able to fit you in? <laughs> <laughs> all right so what should this guy he basically goes on to say should i ask hr or no. what are you like what does he do dude I mean, like he how, how does he he knows he's not gotta be part of the territory right now like is this a I, I guy with yeah. no experience is this some entry level guy or yeah i guess I'm you don't just get put in that position yeah that, on accident like and be surprised by it right I, I'm, I'm not condoning it but that story does not shock me oh not I, at not all i used to see like, it all the time and uh yeah, the surf that. world, you know, that company marketing card. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I'm just, uh, again, like, like I get it. It's kind of shocking. But, like, dude, just say, no, I'm not into it and fucking leave. Like, how hard is that? Yeah. Like, well, do you really got to? I really think he gotta, was afraid that they would fire him. Or, oh, stop. Come on, no? man. Like, that's just, like, that's just, oh, I'm sorry. That's just part of this fucking pussy generation. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, stop being the victim. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. And, like, oh, peer pressure. Shut up. 
I know, like, right? God, stop crying. Like, I get it. Like, so yeah. what happens if he complains to HR there? I mean, this happened in Asia, yeah. and he would complain in the United States. Like, what are they going to tell him? You think it, it does happen? Like, I'm but just, what are they going to tell him? Uh, they're going to tell him to fucking narc on his coworkers, and then he's going to be fucking screwed. So he'll end up getting fired, and the coworkers will no, be chill. They'll probably get fired, but nobody's going to look at. But that. how are they going to prove it? It's in Asia. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, if it's. It's like if nobody did anything to you, like yeah. made you do anything, and you were uncomfortable, you're an adult, get up and fucking leave. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and they're not like, hurting him. Yeah. They're just, they're obviously pieces of shit for yeah. doing that to their wife I and mean, having just, kids, but yeah, like, yeah. Don't cry about it, for God's sake. Like, just get up and leave. I mean, again, if they're, like, taking your money and making you do it, like, yeah, you got a case, but, like, I don't know. I mean... I don't think it's appropriate, but I don't think that's like, you know, just tell them. Like, you can't stand up and be like, hey, I didn't appreciate that. I don't want to be part of that. Right? Like, that's what you do. But if you're going to go tell HR, just get ready to alienate yourself. Because they're going to come They're going to come at those people, probably get them fired, and then you're going to be known as the person that did it. Yeah. So That's great advice right there. That's sage, baby. That's sage. That's I sage. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, again, I know that shit happens, and I think, you know, there are definitely dudes that are just absolute fucking scum. Yeah. And I've yeah. seen that shit a hundred times over, but, mm-hmm. you know, like... To each their own. Yeah. It ain't your business. Even as when I was younger, if, like, shit was... Like, I saw married guys fucking around with girls. Yeah, you just, you just... And I was like, this isn't cool. I'm leaving. Yeah, exa- you know? exactly, like, dude, like, exactly. Like, but I'm not going to sit there and be like... Mm, I didn't, you know, I felt uncomfortable. It's like life is uncomfortable. Yeah, dude. Bounce. Boom, that's freaking (laughs) Sack up, dude. Sack up, baby. (laughs) Yeah. Again. Huevos. Yeah. I'm I'm from a different world where, you know, like, again, that's like the, like, the the thing in, like, like the Philly mindset is just very different, you know, where it's just like, you're not a fucking victim. You're just not. You guys are go-getters. Yeah. Well, no, it's just like, you don't put up with shit. And I'm not saying you got to fight everybody. But, like, if I was in a situation where somebody was making me feel that fucking uncomfortable, like, I'm going to sit there and say something, you know? And that's not, like, like, I don't understand why that's, that, that's something you wouldn't even conceive. You know what I mean? Like I like, fully agree. Like, like, I'm like, I'm sorry, you're, you're fucking, you know, you're I just crying for the sake of crying. I agree. Okay, wait, wait, hey, before I let you go, because we're coming up on our 90-minute mark. Yep. Speaking of uh, uncomfortable situations, you got to tell me about your ghost encounter i'm a big paranormal guy as you know it's on my bucket list to see a ghost i don't know if that's a good or bad thing hopefully you know they don't yeah possess me but so yeah going back to i just want to see him not be possessed by him yeah so going back to the east or i don't want them to touch me either yeah i don't know i mean i always tell people like you, you know at least that you know, and again, I have seen a ghost. I remember this very clearly and very vividly. This was not like some spun out imagination. This wasn't drug induced or anything like no that. No hallucinogens. No, no. So it happened when I was a kid. And I remember I was, you know, living in a row home. And, you know, that's like the houses are all connected, right? So these okay. are like city blocks and these homes. When was it built? Uh, it was probably built in like the late 1800s. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, you know, these. You know, again, history like, like we the, can't the even fathom there. here. Yeah. We can't even fathom yeah, that shit sure. here in Ladera sure. Ranch. So, okay. you know, I was living in a row home, and the home that we were living in was where my my uh, my mom actually grew up because my parents got divorced, and then we moved back there for a little bit. And the house that they were, like I said, it was built in the eighteen hundreds. So I was like there by myself, probably like you know, I don't know, eleven, maybe twelve years old, and I heard the sound of these slippers 
like walking around upstairs like you know yeah it's like so just kind of yeah scraping. yeah yeah it's like sandals kind of but yeah. i get you yeah they have a distinct sound so, yeah. have so a distinct sound. you know it's all hardwood floors and then you know so i i hear this and it's you know this is a three-story house right so i hear this and you know i'm i'm trying to be like you know the, the tough ass kid that I, that I thought i was and i was just like yelling up you know, I was just like, hey, motherfucker, I know you're Wait, up fourth there. grade, you said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, first dang, fifth grade. Like tenth grade. Ten, yeah. 10, 11, 12. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, like, you know, I'd go grab, like, one of my baseball bats or some shit. Yeah. You know, thinking I'm... Louisville Slugger, yeah, yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, motherfucker, I hear you up there, blah, blah, blah. Got Louie. Yeah, and I'm like, you, you're like, I ain't fucking around, you yeah. know, because I thought something <laughs> broke in my house, you know, plain and simple. Shit. So, you know, I was like, okay. So I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm going to go up there and check this shit out. And I was like, yeah, even as a kid... You know, I was like programmed, like I'm gonna fucking pop this person. You know, like, <laughs> really, like, baby? That, that was just again, you know, like that's just how you did it back there. But Rocky. so I'm like, I walk upstairs and like I'm going through like one room to another, and then there was these two rooms that were connecting, like one bedroom to another. And I open the door, and like I'm walking, and in you know, like probably about 10, 15 feet from me was just this like silhouette, like this white silhouette of you know it was like an older woman right trippy and bro, like what it was like it was just like so it wasn't fully intact right like like there the legs weren't there but like the, the torso was there but it just what'd she have on um it was just like it, it's it looked like honestly like it was like i don't know if it was like a nightgown or clothes or just like you know whatever because it was just like Dude, it fucking blew my entire brain, right? Like, where I was like, holy fuck, you know? So, it, it yeah, it freaked me out. I wasn't like, like, oh my wow. God, I'm going to go hit that with a bat. I was just like, holy Hold shit. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so you couldn't see the legs because the dress yeah. was covering it? or just, Yeah, they're just, it was Could you see through it? Yeah, yeah. You can see stuff in the background. Was it like a cloud of smoke, like a bong it, rip it, or like a... No, it was like, it was just like, like I said, it was like different shades of white and kind of gray. Like you could see the outline of some stuff and I could see the outline of the face, but it wasn't defined, right? So it was just kind of Gnarly. like... Yeah, it was... Did just, it look at you? Yes, 100%. Whoa! 100%. And then it disappeared in front well, of you fucking, fast. Yeah, oh, you yeah, ran. You don't know ran. when it disappeared. Yeah. No, I ran. Did I it just, like turn and look at you? Or was it already looking at you? No, it was looking at me, and it started coming towards me. Shut up, yeah. bro! Now I'm getting the heaves. Yeah, dude. Whoa, I was just like, whoa. holy. So you turn around and run, and then you sleep so, in that house that same night? I ran up to my aunt's house, and I was like, I told her what was How what far happened. was your aunt's house? Probably like six, seven blocks away. Okay, damn, far and, far enough. Yeah, yeah that's a good was, run. Yeah, I was there in like three minutes. Right? I bet, I, <laughs> I bet, like, dude. So I like, and they're like, Roadrunner. Oh. Yeah, they're like, no, you just, you're fucking making shit up. You saw something, you saw some scary movie, you're some stupid kid. And I was like, no, you don't fucking understand, right? Like, no, th- I saw this. And then one of my aunts was like saying to me, she was just like, okay, well, tell me what you saw or what, you know, tell me what happened. And I was like, dude, I heard the sound of slippers, right? And I saw what appeared to be like this older woman, you know, but it wasn't evil, right? Like it wasn't. Yeah, this, you like, didn't feel scared. Yeah, yeah. Like or, yeah you were, I get you. I get you. You were shocked, not scared. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't like this whole like I'm coming at you kind of thing. Like, I mean. You know, yeah. people say that all the time. Like, there's evil ghosts that will come at your spirits or whatever. This wasn't like that. This was just more like, holy fuck, you know? And so I tell my aunt about this. Damn. And she's just like, you know, your grandmother used to wear slippers mm. and lived in this house. 
So then you never met her. No. Well, okay. she died when I was four. Okay. So I okay, did meet okay, her. Okay. Okay. But then the other story, we had talked about this before too. When I lived in San Francisco, this, this house, um, wait, wait, but you lived in that house for years more and you never yeah, saw anything. Yeah. Again. Never okay. saw it again. Okay. Never nice. Again. Okay. Sorry. So yeah, yeah San Francisco. So, so then in San they got old houses there too. Yeah. So I lived in an old apartment building that was built in like 1910, 1920. Mm. And we lived in the penthouse and the guy that built the house built the 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 penthouse um for his uh, his mother-in-law maria and literally like when you walk into the entrance to the house you know again this is things built in, like the ten, uh 20s or 30s and in tiles it says maria right so she lived in the room that i lived in and she died in that room and there was multiple times for you know i probably lived in this place for like she died in that room she died in that room 100 percent yeah. So, and they told me that they're like, "Oh, yeah, you know." But I mean, this was decades ago. Wait, they told you that when you were re- renting it, or yeah, like, "Hey, someone died in here fifty years ago." Yeah. What? Yeah. I was like, "All right." Well, why would they even have to disclose that? I think I asked the question. I was just like, "Oh, who's that, Maria?" And they're like, "Oh, it was the mother-in-law that you know." The- How sick was this penthouse? It wasn't that great. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it was just like, it was built in like the twenties and thirties. So yeah. they never like upgraded it, but it was cool. It was like, it survived the earthquake. So it's, it was pretty stable, but oh, how high, like what floor third. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't anything amazing, but for, for San Francisco, it was pretty fun. Great. Yeah. You know, we got it Hell during, yeah. during a down. Okay. Wait. So what happened? So, yeah. So like the room I lived in, Maria died in that room and there was multiple times, multiple times where I was sleeping and you know i like i my eyes were open and i was looking around but my body would not move and i felt like something was just sitting on top of me could you feel hands like specifically 100 what where was it holding you it was just like because it was like the back of my neck what the fuck like and it but it was weird because it was like it was paralyzing me where i could not move you know and i'm like sitting there and i'm like i remember like trying to move and like couldn't move right and like it was just it was and, and people are like oh that's like a sleep disorder blah 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 or well, yeah sleep paralysis yeah. or yeah. whatever yeah totally not if you feel stuff on bullshit. you yeah. yeah yeah so i felt that and then i remember you know there was a couple times Dude, at then, least it wasn't like trying to molest you or something yeah oh, hope not but like there was times nice little cold sure. touch on your genitals real quick think like pictures fell off the wall Oh, um, no yeah, shit. Yeah, like my CDs would go flying across the room. I would love that. Yeah. I'd be so stoked if I saw something fly across my room. Right yeah, now. and it's just like I remember seeing it, and I'm just like, you know, and like it got to the point where, again, it didn't feel like it was like always like evil. What do you mean? Holding you down in bed doesn't feel freaking malicious? Yeah, they did. But She's I'm just, just wrestling with yeah, you or yeah. what? It, w- it wasn't constant. Like, I did, you know, it freaked yeah. me out, you know, but there was a couple times where, you know, like I'd hear something fall in my room. Yeah. And I would be like, hey, Maria, get the fuck out of there already. I moved in a long time ago, you know, and it was just like. Yeah, you like, talk to you got to talk to him. You're yeah. right. That's what you got to do to him. But it, it was say. again like there was times where it really freaked me out. But then there was times where I was just like, yeah, there's a fucking ghost that lives here. What am I gonna do? Oh, oh, oh. yeah, so. I love it. Well, dude, wow, that is a great. That's a great thing to just marinate on. You scared the shit out of me, bro. I'm freaking. I'm ready for bed, dude. I'm gonna say a prayers tonight. That is for sure. No, Derek, dude. Thank you so much. For sure you're definitely coming back on a, on a future show and it has just been it's been a pleasure man you're a very unique character and i just i value your points of view and i value that's your what time. the teachers used to call me <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it doesn't mean unlike uh you know things nowadays where they mean different for All a right. bad way yeah. nowadays that means different in a good way dude totally. like you know like you said it doesn't matter what people think yep. just be yourself 
and you shit will always pan out. You always have homies. You just be true to yourself. For and, sure. For yeah. sure. So thank you, Word. sir. You're the freaking man. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Anytime. And if there's any Eagles fans listening to this, find me. We'll watch the games this this uh, this season. I get the NFL ticket. Boom shakalaka. And you're buying beers. <laughs> And, uh, and I'll buy you I'm beer. coming over. Carl will be there. All right. All right. D, 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 uh, D Will, D Wild, thank you. You got it, bro. Take care. Adios. You know this one, huh?